We go together like peas and carrots. The Peas and Carrots Podcast, sharing life from our piece of the vegetable patch. Brian and Kayla Sanders. Welcome to the special edition of the Peas and Carrots Podcast. I'm Kayla. And I'm Brian. And this is a special edition because really, I guess time-wise, we're up against a wall. Well, we have no idea what we're doing, so. Well, <laughs> in life or on this podcast? Well, both, yeah. So it's been a weird few weeks. So this is not going to be your typical podcast. Nope. Uh, but we want to tell you about our experience with COVID. Mm. What? Well, what you went through and then. Well, we went through it. So, yeah. Well, I didn't get sick. So uh, there'll be some details in here that just to FYI that. Well, you, we're not going to get graphic. We're not going to get no. graphic, but we want you to know what. She experienced and what I experienced and what we went through and that kind of stuff. So, yeah. uh, today, from the recording of today, I guess 15, 16 days ago, you woke up at 3 a.m. Yeah, I woke up very sick, and we'll leave that there. Uh, Stomach I was, issues. I was coughing, and I just was soaked. I mean, I had soaked through my clothes. Uh, sweating and a headache unlike any headache I've ever had and that was actually what saying woke something me up. being married to me so all oh, stop but I knew honestly I thought maybe I had the flu at first but fast forward went to urgent care and it was confirmed that I had COVID yeah so uh, a few things so we actually rode in the car together to urgent care because I took you to urgent we care. We did. Thank goodness for KN95 masks. We doubled up on those. Um, so, and I never had a symptom. So let us walk through a, a few things. Well, so you kind of did, but we're not. See, this is the this is the crazy of COVID. You had had a cough. You'd had a runny nose. You'd had some achy joints and just tired for several days but we that's never just, thought anything just me about being it 53 Stop. all right so let's we never talk connected the dots so your your first few days probably the first two or three days were your worst yes yeah and the so, first two days honestly as far as like a blitz of symptoms now yeah. let's say this your your stomach issues ended within five or six hours of the first day. By the second day. Okay. Then you then your headaches continued for how long? Like seven days. Okay. Yeah. You, you never really had a cough? Not after the first couple of days. Okay. So that's what's weird about this. How about the extreme fatigue? That was killer. Yeah. Uh, how, how, do you, how is your fatigue today? Do you think it's behind you? Mostly, yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm not going to sign up for any marathons, but... The lack of ability to focus. How many awful. days? Absolutely awful. How many days did that last? Oh, I would say I still am not able to dig deep as far as... I mean, I can follow... Well, let me say this. What was really weird and a bit scary, I could not follow along texting conversation if it went on for more than say two minutes i was toast i couldn't hang with it 
couldn't read, still can't read for lengths of time. And the scariest, I shared this with a friend today, the scariest moment for me as far as realizing that I had kind of the COVID brain was laying there one night and I could not remember one of the anchors' names on the Today Show. I was thinking of all random things. I was thinking about the Today I Show. I know this. It's the middle of the night. Really? And I got so upset. Because those people because, are like family to well, you. they are. I love the Today Show. But it scared me because I could visualize this person, but, but I could not think of her name. You, and I, with Yeah. I see. I'm 53. I'm not going to say how old you are. I'm 49. I'm good that with it. That starts happening at this age that there are, certain, there are just certain facts you can't grasp quite Well, as I quickly. now remember her name, so I'm good. Hold us a No, this was a very, this was a weird like mental block. Mm. And yeah, you would tell me things and then I could see that you were kind of frustrated, but not really because later in the day I would just look at you and yep. you would go, I told you that this morning, and it just wasn't registering with me. Now, for me, day four for you, I saw you start begin to like dramatically improve. Mm-hmm. You you began to improve every yeah. day at that point. Just tired and congested after that. Thank goodness, and that's <clears throat> something I could deal with. Okay, so yeah, uh, sleep patterns while you had COVID. How did Terrible. that? Terrible. Yeah. Okay. I wondered why the doctor had suggested melatonin, and I totally came to understand that as the days wore on. What did the doctor recommend that you take? Well, I don't know that I want to do that because every case is different. And so I don't want to be a medical expert. Gotcha. There are various regiments, and I think I was shocked by the number of medications that the doctor at Urgent Care did recommend. Some of them I did need. Some of them I didn't. So I think the most important thing for me was accepting the limits of what my body could do and that I needed to rest, and I'm not very good at that. Mm. I ain't saying nothing. I'm just saying, but something got said. Um, So uh, let's talk about how you were on one floor of the house and I was on the other. Mm, yeah we had to be separated we tried really hard to stay isolated so that and again i i don't know how you stayed well other than that's how this virus works i would say it's the grace of god yes I, i agree i mean i do know how i just that was my biggest stress besides fighting this myself was what am i going to do if i give this to him and he is sicker than i am and I just so let's go ahead and admit we did have a conversation about what happens if one of us went in the hospital and one of us went on a ventilator, and I told you to just let me go, and that did not end well. But but you I know. don't again, I don't want to be a burden. Also, I know heaven's real, and I know I'll see you again. But I don't want to be a. I do too, but I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to fight with everything in me to keep. And you I here. will too. So. That was yeah. Okay. That was a hard that was a hard moment. And but, I knew you just needed to say what you needed to say. And then as a wife, I would do what I wanted to do. And so, I don't want to be put in go. a casket. I want to be cremated. Stop. They'll have to take some 
duct tape and grip that thing up with me in it. Quit. Be on the top of it. It won't shut, Herman. What do we do? Stop it. Uh, I'd say, oh, heaven I'd say that, that being separated, one, I was extremely worried. Oh, gosh. I cried. I prayed. I cried. I prayed. Uh, two, we like doing life together. We like being in each other's lives constantly, mm-hmm. and that was hard. Yeah. Uh, because you were now we would talk up and down the stairs. We texted a lot, which so. was crazy because baby, I could talk to you up the stairs. Yeah, but there was that uh, we couldn't but sleep. But you're a little deaf, so I've been in radio for forty years. I'd say something in here. What? So I just texted because. Um, so that was tough. Um, not being able to sleep in the same bed was hard. You slept in the, on a sofa, mm-hmm. and I slept. Well, now, and I'll say this: some of the sweetest times is, I'd go lay in bed, and you'd be on the sofa, and we'd talk, yeah, back and forth, because it was the closest we could be to and each other. And that broke through some of the loneliness. Yeah, but yeah, well, I'd go to bed at eight o'clock just so I could lay up there and talk to you. <laughs> yeah, it was. Mm, it was a season that. I carry a lot of lessons from, and I may write about that soon just so that I don't forget the lessons that God gave me, but I don't wish this on anybody. Mm. And my heart is tender to everyone who's either faced this or there are so many people that are dealing with COVID right now. So I just... I want to take what God was whispering to me in the in the lonely dark of the night mm. as I couldn't sleep or during the day when I was frustrated. I started looking for tiny mercies, and we've talked about that before. We did that a lot when we lost our dads. We had to find ways to kind of rewire our brain, not to negate our sadness, but maybe for me to keep me sane in the moment. And so I, even to you, you would say, I'm so sick of this. And I would remind you, it could be worse. One of us could be in the hospital yes. and the other one could not see that person. Now, so let me say this. This is going to be a vulnerable moment. The Sanders, Brian and Kayla, often feel like odd ducks in certain social settings. Because we don't have kids. We can't go in there and say our kids are doing this or something like that. So we often feel out of place. If the Lord did anything during COVID, he taught Brian and Kayla that we have community, that we have friends. Mm. Would you agree with that or disagree? Oh, my goodness. Uh, Life is busy, and I get that. I get that all of us are running circles around schedules and events and constraints on our time and it blew my mind the number of people that texted you and said i'm dropping off dinner or i'm bringing this or tell me what i can do they would text both of us that they were bringing dinner we've had friends who did conference calls with us they would call and yeah you'd be upstairs i'd be downstairs they'd call both of us just to talk and they talked to to us for 30 minutes or something like that and it was incredible uh, friends brought you roses. They brought you gifts. Uh, you got cards. Uh, it was just, we had dinner for what, five, six, seven nights from Multiple, friends? More than that. It was just, yeah. 
uh, and I just want to say this to our friends. Um, I just told somebody on a con- on a Zoom call just before we started recording this that if God used COVID to do anything, it's to help quiet Brian's insecurities that he doesn't have friends and that he's unlovable. Mm. Because we friends showed up huge during this time. And some of our neighbors are, I mean, Mike and Kim. Oh, we have such beautiful neighbors. Yeah, and they're friends. And they texted us hilarious memes. They brought us dinner. Um, uh, She made some of the best baked spaghetti in the whole world, Kim. I I could walk you through all of our different friends, all these different neighbors, our church, Grace, uh, Grace Covenant Presbyterian Church, uh, our moms checked on you twice a day. Uh, it was just. Uh, you take measure of what matters during times like this. Hmm. And I think for all of us, there are opportunities where we get to be the hands and feet of Jesus if we're willing. And I'm inspired to do that. Because so many people, it was, y'all, there were days it was cold, the weather was nasty, and I just, I would text Brian and say, tell them please don't get out in this weather. It did not deter the first person from bringing dinner or from checking in or from dropping off something and things that we would never even think that we might want or need. Mm. I mean, our sweet neighbor dropped off ice cream because she knew that my throat was really sore. And what flavor was it? Ice Chocolate. cream. Chocolate. It was amazing. But and that was when food was not good. I just didn't want food. And so I I could go on for hours. The bottom line is if you're feeling called to lean in for someone, do, do, it. It. do it. Don't shy away. Don't think yeah. that you're gonna be an interruption or a disturbance. Because those are the things that carry you through a season like this of just feeling seen and cared for. I'm almost getting emotional now thinking about it because these are the people that love us. These are the people that we love. These are our friends. This is our our pastor emailed. I mean, it was just incredible. It was all the Facebook comments. And uh, let me just say this. Thank you for loving the Sanders well. It will never be forgotten when they say that. Uh, you never lost your taste or smell. There's a funny story. No, but there are. I didn't, but there are foods that just aren't sitting right. Okay, you're, so about, I guess to, you're about to shock a lot of people I out there. I am. I still can't eat chocolate, and I don't want it. Hang on. Let there be a global gasp. Miss Kayla cannot eat chocolate. <laughs> now, here's a funny story. Uh, it was like day two or day three, and she said, B. I think my smell is off. I go to the refrigerator. I go to the refrigerator and I get out a jar of minced garlic. And sticks it up my nose. (laughs) And what I said, can you smell this? What'd you say? I was like, get away from me. Could you smell it though? A little. Well, (laughs) he's like, no, I need you to smell it more. Y'all, that was the moment that, yeah. But. I just, I, there are certain foods that I just have an aversion to right now. And I know that will get better. I've had friends tell me 
that things will return to normal. It was day 14 before I could drink coffee. And that was really sad. So, because I love me some coffee. But I just, yeah. I have a different perspective on some things. But I think mostly, whether you're listening to this and your heart is torn because you believe that COVID is a thing, or you're rolling your eyes because you're so overhearing about COVID, I just want all of us to stop and ask, Jesus, how can you use me mm. through this time in history? That's, that's it, full stop. Whether you believe that it's, I had someone actually have the nerve to text me and say, it's just a cold. Well, fine. If that's, if that's where you are, I don't want to have that debate. Um, I would challenge you to figure out ways that can you I, can. Can I just, I need to say something. Yeah, but only if you're not going to go off on a tangent. So, What if we had this attitude that said, well, people get cancer every day. People, mm. people you know, it doesn't matter whether or not you think it's real. What matters is what's actually happening and how do you care for the people that have it and how can you protect your family from being from it. From it? That's yeah. what you've got to deal with. I could care. So it's the same way with cancer. It's the same way with like leukemia. It's the same way with any other disease that can kill you. So that's what you got to do. And for me, we are as a, tasked with loving our neighbors yes. well. So whether it, whether it. Sorry, I got them off my soapbox. Yeah, I, I, I kind of want to pull you in. I just, I want us to, I want us to make that point that I'm. Care about I'm, people. I'm sorry if this whole podcast is upsetting you that's not our intent it's just to communicate what we walked through and are walking through and i'm just gonna say this it was scary did you ever think isolating did you get scared did you ever get scared i did get scared i got scared for you i got i thought i was gonna lose you and i just i want people to know that no two experiences are proving to no. be the same either. Just from talking with other friends, reading other threads where people have shared their experience. But again, I say this with so much heart. The one unifier is Jesus. Amen. And we can live in ways that promote him more than a virus, mm. more than our personal beliefs, more than our personal thoughts on any of this. So all that to say, this is not our typical podcast, and we're sorry for that. We'll resume next time with some funny stories. And uh, Let me say this. She never went in the hospital. You were never admitted to the hospital. No. Nope. This was all done from home, upstairs. I was downstairs. I was sent uh, home from urgent care and told to stay there unless there were like three things I was cautioned to watch for. And, and thankfully, it did not progress to the that. The doctor said that you had the Omicron variant. Yes. So so we were out of work for two weeks, for 14 days. We, we've tested negative, so we're back at work. And so I want to end with a little story. Okay. Is that okay? Sure. On our first day back after being out two weeks... I have a candle on my desk. <laughs> okay, so we are going to have a funny story. <laughs> I have a candle on my desk that says warm 
tobacco pipe and you burn it and it smells like there's a, t- a pipe. It's like being in a library. Oh, it's, it's wonderful. wonderful. Well, there's a pen on the other side of that candle. So I reached over the candle to get the pen and I'm like, something's burning. And I look at my hoodie that I was wearing and when I reached to get that pen, it caught the hoodie on fire. Mm-hmm. Well, now I'm slapping at it, trying to get the thing out. And so I'm not hurt. I'm not burnt. But yesterday. You can't be unsupervised. No, but I'll just say this. Yesterday was lit. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting two days to share that. Good grief. But let me just say this, Miss Kayla. Mm-hmm. I am thankful you're okay. Yeah. Me and too. I love you. And I'm thankful to be able to dance with you again. I miss that. It's good to be back. And prayer is real. For more about the Peas and Carrots podcast and to reach out to Brian and Kayla, visit peasandcarrotspodcast.com.